I beat XCOM. It was really hard. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. How long did that last battle take? Probably two hours. Just for one battle? Mm-hmm. Now, say you got to the very end of that and died. I was saving throughout. I saw, I think Patrick wrote an article on Kotaku about save, save spamming that game. Yeah. How, like, you have to do that. I think you have to do that. Like, I don't understand how people can play it on Iron Man, which is the one that auto-saves and doesn't let you make your own save. So, like, every time you make a choice outside of a battle, it's done. That's that's what you're stuck with. And then when you're in a battle, there's no going back if you fail. So, so that say you failed that last mission. Is that the end of the game? Is there an, is there an end state for failing I, that? I feel like if you failed that mission, maybe it would be game over. But if you, regardless, if you failed it, that means all of your soldiers died. So, basically, you have nothing left to what, do. What I'm what I meant though is, if you failed that last mission, is there an ending for failing that last mission? I don't know. Like like how the first game technically had a bad ending where mm-hmm. the aliens took over. Like I I have no idea because. Frankly, wasn't playing this game for the story, and I thought the ending of it was pretty lame. But uh, whatever, that wasn't a big deal. Like the the payoff of the ending wasn't something I was looking forward to. What was your total playtime? Almost fifty hours, probably. Longer than I thought. Yeah, and you got to think like there's time just sitting outside of. A battle like in your ship getting shit ready and like building up your ship and menu sitting menu stuff yeah and then like within a battle you might sit there and think about your next move for like multiple minutes before you actually make it and then saving and reloading and saving and reloading takes time so but not, yeah still still pretty long not something i'll ever play and i know you say broaden your horizons you should but I that something like that I couldn't get into. I don't think. Yeah, and like I said, you'll get a you'll get a taste of that with the Banner Saga if you play it when mm-hmm. it comes out for Xbox, because it's kind it of the out. same thing, huh? Is it, isn't it already out? Is it out? I need to check. I think it's out. If it is, nobody talked about it. Maybe not then. Banner Saga Xbox One. So, will you go back and keep playing, or are you done with XCOM? I'm going to wait. There, There's definitely going to be ex- an expansion, and I think it's already, like, announced. It's called Terror from the Deep. Terror which, from uh, the Deep. Which is actually, I, I considered looking into getting the original XCOM games from, like, way long ago in the 90s, because they're apparently insanely hard, and I was just curious, and they're only, like, $5 or something. <laughs> but, uh... One of them is called Terror from the Deep, so that's that's pretty cool that they're kind of, like, giving a head nod to the original ones. Because apparently these, this reboot and XCOM 2 are very true to the original ones, which is super cool, like, how many years later for us who would have been too young to actually play them. Yeah. Is, so is there even anything to do once you beat the game? Uh, no. I mean, you okay. could just start another game on a harder difficulty, and it would be sort of different. I didn't know if there was, like, randomized. side stuff and, and whatnot. No, no. There, There's multiplayer, too. Wait, which what? Is, 
Yeah, like, and I wanted, I wanted to check it out with Cody. I don't know if we'll ever get around to doing it because he also beat it and was like, "I'm so done with this game." <laughs> but the like, I don't understand how the multiplayer works really, and that's what I wanted to check out because like the turn-based grid stuff doesn't f- seem like it would work too well. Is it competitive or? Co-op? Yeah, it's competitive somehow. It has to be. It's not co-op. Interesting. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah. And Banner Saga is out. I- thought it was are you serious yeah it's 20 bucks wow i feel like no one no like didn't hear about that at all no one talked about it being released that's unfortunate that game's sweet play it (laughs) you should play it it's kind of older though yeah but it hadn't been on xbox no it came out it came out mid-january it hadn't been on um oh well that wasn't that long ago then it hadn't been on consoles at all i thought was it not on PS4? Was it Steam only? I, I thought it was PC only for a little bit, but that's a good that's a good way to get your feet wet with a tactical game that's punishing, but not near as punishing as XCOM. <laughs> but it's the same thing, like you can lose characters, there's permadeath. There's not near as much outside battle stuff like a metagame. That's good. You kind of just you kind of just traverse a map and make choices occasionally on whether you go one way or the other and you get to you have to manage your people's happiness how do you do that and their hunger and stuff it's just based all on your choices it'll it'll like it kind of explains itself as you're playing it was hard the, the point like when i talked about that game when i first played it about how grim it is it's hard to keep everybody happy because shit is fucked the whole game isn't the story, the big, uh, what everyone really enjoyed about it. Yeah. Or no. Okay. And the, and the art. I like the art a lot. It looks all hand drawn. Yep. The, uh, the gameplay was all right too. It had, it had an inter- an interesting take on its own, like tactical side, but at the same time, it wasn't that great. Like it got frustrating at points. The, the end of that game does not tell you how to, it, it, like, throws something at you for the last boss that you will not understand. Like, I actually had to look it up. I, cu- I couldn't beat it without looking it up. Really? Yep. Yeah, it, it was. it's kind of a problem, I think. So after you looked it up and found out how to do it, was it something that was like, oh, that's kind of simple and basic, I, I could have figured I that out, or no? I didn't think so, no. I mean, it wasn't something that I would have realized while playing. Like, it wasn't explained to me. Because it was different than the entire game. So, huh. something to be aware of. <laughs> if I ever get around to it. Yeah, which you probably never will. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. So now that you're done with that, what's next? Before that, welcome to the 2v1 podcast. It's just me and Josh today. I'm Nick. I'm Alex Josh. is indisposed, a.k.a. just him again. on vacation. A.k.a. he's fired. Yeah, actually, we let him go. Probably for the best. But yeah, I started Bayonetta 2 on I'm so jealous on Wii U which I, uh mm-hmm. is exciting for a couple reasons. The first of first of which that game was weirdly expensive and I I think we were not really talking about it on an episode but it was before we started recording about how like all of a sudden that game went out of print and it was like 70-80 online and hard and it's to find because like, impossible to find in stores and whatever that first print came with the first bayonetta right yeah so it was both 
original and Bayonetta 2 on one disc for Wii U. Recently, they just re-released it as a standalone Bayonetta 2 for $30. So I immediately got that because I wanted to play it. One of the reason, one of the things I was looking forward to playing with the Wii. Which is a very reasonable price. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. And and for how like critically acclaimed it was, too. Like you you'd think they could have got away with charging sixty again. Oh, and absolutely. I would, wouldn't have been surprised. But would you yeah. still have bought it? Uh probably. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it's um the the other thing that's kind of exciting to be playing something like this is that this style of game is really uncommon anymore. Mm. You know? Yeah, I guess even with what Platinum's been doing... Hasn't really been like this. Especially because they're doing a bunch of licensed shit now, which I don't like. Yeah, yeah. So, for those unaware, Bayonetta is a true-to-form hack-and-slash character action game. So, like, you play as one... Like, think of Devil May Cry or any of the... Or God of War, where you are playing a specific character with a story arc that's just super crazy and you're really just stringing combos together with multiple weapons kind of like a fighting game only much faster paced and the way that they work is you go through chapters it's not like a big open world you work your way through chapters maybe fighting a boss at the end or just fighting a bunch of waves of enemies as you work your way through a set level getting like health upgrades magic upgrades etc and I hadn't realized that this sort of went away until playing this. Like, the last one I played would have been DMC, the Devil May Cry reboot. Yeah, same. Which was, like, three years ago. And between then, I think there was that, like, shitty God of War that came out. But, huh? yeah, there there was a God of War that came out after 3 that I don't even remember what it's called. And I don't think it was received very well. I like I didn't even bother considering playing it. Was but to ask what system it was on. It was on PS3, I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was four. Four? Is it wasn't there a God of War four, or is that the one coming out still? Is there another one coming out for the PS4? There has been one tease for a while. I think there was something shown okay. quite a bit ago. Okay, so maybe maybe it's not completely insane, but like, still, I just feel like I haven't played a game like this in a while. Ghosts of Sparta and Ascension came out after 3. Ascension was the PSP game, I thought. Yeah, just in general. Those were the two God of War games that came out after 3. Okay. But still, like... Yeah. May, so maybe my point doesn't make sense, but it just feels like this... No, it still makes sense, because I can't think of anything else. Yeah, like, it feels like this is not a thing anymore. Like, the, this, this sort of just action-oriented hack-and-slash... Well, as soon as you brought that up, I immediately thought of Ninja Theory, which haven't... I don't think they've done anything in a while, but they have that Hellblade game coming out. Is it is it a hack and slash, though? Is it, like, one of these games? I'm not sure. Because that's, that's what I... I don't think I know a single thing about that game, but I didn't think I don't think, think there's was... anything out for it. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Ninja PS4. Theory were the ones that did the reboot of DMC. Which, that game was great. It was, that it game was, was really amazing. cool. Yeah, they, they, did a, they did a good job with it, but it was... Years ago. Uh, Hellblade is, it, I mean, the wiki just says a hack and slash. Really? And it's, based, okay. it's a story a story based on Celtic or Celtic myth. Hmm. Could be interesting. 
Yeah, so I mean, it's just like these. I feel like these games used to be so much more common mm-hmm. than they than they are now. So, which is unfortunate because I I love that. I've like, really, I the Bay the first yeah. Bayonetta was one of my all time favorite games. Yeah, that's what that's what I was leading up to is like playing Bayonetta two is is really cool. Like I'm having a lot of fun because it's it's really good at just changing things up constantly, getting different weapons, pairing different weapons in a cool way. Like you can. The thing with Bayonetta is that she has guns attached to her boots, <laughs> and like, I can't remember in the first game, which you and I were trying to figure out, but in this one, you can mess with the weapons that you have attached to either your hands or your feet, and change those combos as you see fit, and kind of like switch between, I have this on my hands, I have this on my feet, and you can set up two settings, like of multiple variations of different weapons per limb. And it's it's really cool cuz it changes up the combos significantly. And it's fun it's fun to experiment with that. And that's one of the best things about these kinds of games is playing with different weapons as you're going through. You're not just jamming on whatever heavy and slow attack or something fast, heavy fast and whatever. So there there's a lot of variation and I'm having a blast. It's insane. Like the uh, the choreography of some of these cinematics is just mind-boggling. Like there's there's been multiple times where um you're fighting a boss, and I don't know if you remember how her hair acts as like a weapon, right? Mm-hmm. In this one, she like summons monsters with her hair. What? That wasn't in the first was it, one? I, well, see, I don't remember much of the I first one. Man, as much as I love that game, I don't remember it at all. Exactly. I don't either. So maybe maybe she did this. But like, the fun, one of the fun things about 2 is that she's summoning stuff with her hair. Like these giant like dragons and like <laughs> wolves. And there's like this huge woman shape. Like she just looks like a big woman with a demonic woman face and stuff. And it's like... There's all these different things that she summons with her hair when you're fighting bosses. And there's been a specific boss that also does the same thing. It also summons like really crazy big creatures. And it'll in like in the middle of the battle, you'll do like a certain amount of damage. It'll go into a cutscene where you both summon these two bad like battling monsters. And then it'll go back to you and that boss just fighting. And in the background, there's just this huge battle going on between these massive monsters and it's just like it's like sensory overload i i love it i want to find this battle it's it it happened multiple times i'm sure this is one of those videos that's like the whole game is like this just over the top craziness constantly i love it it's like watching an anime which i've been like way into lately so yeah i'm really jealous you get to play this bye we they're cheap. I know. There's plenty of other games to play. I couldn't think of more than five. That's that's enough. <laughs> that's more than on the PS4. That's that's more than the PlayStation 4 for me to get a PlayStation 4. I guess. Yeah. yeah. I don't play games as much anymore anyways. It's like the last thing I need is another console. Yeah, it seems like you really don't lately. I don't know. And I think it's because you only have Xbox. <laughs> That's <laughs> and there's and there's not when it whenever you only have one thing you're kind of at the whims of a release schedule. 
know? Yeah, that and Destiny's been real disappointing, like, with nothing going on there. Why do um, you expect anything to be going on with Destiny at this point? It's been over a year that that game came out. <laughs> yeah, but I just feel like the first year or so, I never had this much downtime with it. The fact that a single game lasted that long in the first place is way uncommon. I know. Well, I think what else kind of ruined it for me is seriously playing through The Witcher and just falling in love with that. Mm -hmm. I'm in an area right now where I need to find something comparable. Yeah, and I, I couldn't even... There's nothing really to do that other than playing two. You could start two. And I, ha- I have it downloaded, and I will, but I'm playing the Metro games right now. Yeah. And uh, I, f- I just finished 2033, so I'll start Last Light probably today. Oh, you finished it already? Yeah. It was good. I played that forever ago. Yeah. Old, old game. I forgot those were based off books. Yeah. I considered for like 10 seconds looking into reading them, <laughs> but then realized like I got what I needed out of playing the game. Last, I only played yeah, and- Last Light, but... Yeah, I'm excited to play that because I wanted to play it at launch, and I just, I don't know, I must have forgotten about it or something. It's really cool. Yeah, and it's, it's a, I was I was in Best Buy last week, and they, it was 20 bucks for the, the double pack mm. for the Redux. Yeah. And uh, lucky I held off on buying it because it was $8 for both of them on an Xbox sale this week. Yeah, yeah, and it's probably still on sale, isn't it, for anybody? Yeah, it's part of the weekly deals. It's so like every week gold has deals, and uh, that's on there. Yeah. That, and you can get... You can get Saints Row 3 with all the DLC for $8. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. That's a great I game. I thought about it for 10 seconds, and then uh, I don't care. Yeah. The, uh... Sure. PlayStation's also doing a sale right now, so I wouldn't be surprised if the Metro games are on there. And, uh... They're on sale on PC also. All of those... there. There's a current sale going on with all of those, like... Like, Saints Row is on sale, too. All the Metros. So... Worth picking up for sure. Yeah, um, I was I was on the verge of downloading EA Access and playing Inquisition. I am certain you will not like that game. But I just I don't know something to do, something to do, and I feel like it's comparable to a game like Witcher to an extent. Kind of, yeah, and like the I really like the characters in that game. Like the the big driving factor playing through that for me was just talking to people like with most Bioware games. Mm-hmm. So the, and the characters are pretty cool. Like all of them in it. I've, I feel whatever. like I've gone through this like reversal with what I like with games over the past couple of months. Like years ago, I used to be super into shooters and not really look for substance and just fast paced run and gun, just yep. get a game out of the way anymore. I just consider that a waste of time and a chore. Yeah. Like, even playing through Metro, I was like, this is super basic. It's whatever. Now, I did have fun, and I do really like that game, especially because of the environment. Um, but still looking back at it, like it's like, I-, I wish I could be devoting my time to something more substantial. Yeah. I think, and I think the story in Last Light is probably better, but maybe you won't for, agree. For shooters, I, I think the Metro games are great. Because, I mean, the, yeah, the story's there. It mm-hmm. exists. It, and uh, the, just the environment in itself is really cool. Just underground and going up. Well, I don't know how Last Light is, so you didn't play 23, 2033, but like you're underground the majority of the game. Sometimes you go to the surface. You go to the surface a little bit more, probably mm-hmm. in Last Light. I, actually, kind of a lot, 
now that I think about do, it. Do you have to wear your mask out yeah. there? And like, yeah, uh, and you got to like change your... the air filters and wipe your mask <laughs> and whatever. It's like that's like yeah. one of the things with the Metro games. See, I think that's all cool, though. Like just having those little things. I do, too. I think and... uh, I really enjoyed Last Light because we were you and I were sort of discussing this about how I don't like. Yes, it's a shooter. Like it's first person and you are carrying a gun at all times. But it's hard to describe at least my experience with Last Light as a shooter. Because only parts of it for my playthrough was I really shooting many things. Okay, so there are two this is this was new to the Redux versions. I don't think this existed in the original releases. But I don't know if you remember at the very beginning you had to choose to play through as Ranger mode or survival mode. Right. Yeah, no, that was a thing. So so ranger mode is if you want to go at it like a shooter. Mm-hmm. And then I was reading about it, and if you choose survival mode, they really want you to focus on the game being more like a survival horror type of game. Mm-hmm. So I didn't. I mean, it, I didn't kill people if I didn't have to, which was mm-hmm. an option in some scenarios, which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Like you could you could just sneak around them, and if you happen to activate yeah. them, then yeah, you're in a firefight. But I 2033 was the same way. Okay. I I want to say thinking back, I want to say you could get through that entire game without killing a human enemy. Really? Like thinking of all the areas that you actually had to fight human enemies. Yeah. I think you could sneak through all of them. Huh. Yeah. I mean maybe there was a a handful of times where you were forced to kill one, but like every area you could sneak through for the most There's part. There's plenty of spots in Last Light where you must kill a person. Because you you are like escaping something, or mm-hmm. or it's kind of like you have to get through this doorway, and there's a guy in your way or something. So also playing twenty thirty three, I realized that even on the three sixty, games were more difficult than they are nowadays, especially shooters. Really, I think so. I was playing through on normal, and like for I'm typically pretty good with shooters. I normally play them on hard, but I died a lot. Like, you, I got overwhelmed a, a lot from whatever those beasts hmm. were. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I haven't played that many shooters, I guess, that technically fall under this generation, other than, yeah. like, Destiny, really. Halo. Hmm. What's Halo? Yeah. But uh, I, I died a lot in Last Light, for sure. Was, was Last Light 360? Yeah. I, yeah, I played it on PS3, because it was... Um, it okay. was one of those rare times where I had a PS Plus subscription, and it was one of the free games. Hmm. But yeah, I'm. Yeah, I have a feeling that this whole new outlook on games for me, that come Dark Souls three, I might actually get into. It. <laughs> I might actually get into it. Just play Scholar of the First Sin right now. You have over a month before three comes out. Well. <sighs> Division comes out in a week. Yeah. I, I actually can't wait to hear your opinion on that because because of your current situation where you're like not interested in anything, I think it can go mm-hmm. one way or the other. You're either going to be super, super into it and be like thankful that it is something you can play, or you're going to hate it and just fall into a pit of despair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's going to be a middle of the road for you because... It, it's going to require so much investment, really, to get mm-hmm. anything out of it. Yeah. The one thing I do like about it that took up a lot of my time with Destiny is I'm only, you, only, you only have one character. 
So like back with Destiny, I was doing things on three different characters right. that took up a lot of time. Yeah. Whereas Division, I'm just going to be focusing on this one. Yeah, there's like no point to have multiple characters in the Division, right? No, I don't think you... You definitely can. can. You could... But I mean, there's no classes. There's no like class-based... Right. That's what I was going to say, is like you can switch up your abilities kind of at will. Yeah, on the fly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which in a way is, is cool, actually. For mm-hmm. for something like that. Like, the I didn't get into the whole multiple character thing on Destiny because it was annoying to do. Like, you had to build up that character from scratch, basically, every time, and that's dumb. Like, that's just a waste of time. Well, I didn't at first, but then I started getting all this equipment for other classes. It, yeah. And once once I had enough to pretty much have another class, I figured, screw it, I'll just fly through the story. See, that that's what I mean, though, is you had to go through that shitty story just to mm-hmm. get to a certain level so you can use that equipment and then yeah you're on a little a, like more of a even ground with your main character but like it's a good idea that the division is sidestepping that whole thing yeah i thought about going back and doing taken king stuff with other characters but then i realized why <laughs> yeah exactly why why, why? Oh, other than that destiny is still fun to play and i do enjoy playing yeah. it yeah but still why no need. Yes, play other things. So, so we kind of got off track from Bayonetta. I didn't have, yeah, really I didn't have anything to else on? to say. I think, I think I'm probably getting close to the end already. It doesn't seem like it's very long, which that's fine. You know what needs to happen with that initial uh, idea you were talking about with how those games don't exist is a new Ninja Gaiden needs to come out. Yeah, there needs to be a new Ninja uh, Gaiden, the, a good Ninja Gaiden. Well, I don't think that's ever going to happen again because did you remember that there is a Ninja Gaiden three? Well, there's there's a Ninja Gaiden. It's called like Yaiba. Yeah, Yaiba. No, there's legitimately a Ninja Gaiden three that came out a couple years ago that looked like complete garbage because it really yes because it wasn't um the the main lead like oh yeah I remember this yeah and it looked like crap. It didn't look like anything that was interesting about the first game, let alone the second game. Well, did did you know about the the other Ninja name, Gaiden, name that Yaiba familiar, one, but I don't know. It's like it's cell shaded with zombies. I think. Oh my! Yeah, you're right. I forgot about that <laughs> one too. Yeah. So like, I don't even consider those anything. Ninja Gaiden Z. Yeah, I don't consider those anything. The uh, uh-uh. it's funny you brought up Ninja Gaiden because I've actually been considering playing through the first one again on Xbox because I never played the first. Oh my one, god! It's a million times better than the second one. I loved the second one. It's. I think the first one is much better than the second one. I like the second one, but it's probably like a nostalgia thing, and that's kind of why I want to revisit it, because, again, like, we're talking about these games don't really exist anymore, it or as common, and Ninja Gaiden is one of my favorite ones of all time, because it's not... There's, there's a deliberateness to attacks and fighting in that game that is similar to the soul series like 10 years before the soul series and it's it's just such a cool blend of that like it was really difficult you cannot just jam buttons like you can't like you can get away with and stuff like bayonetta or devil may cry like you ha- can can you get away with you that absolutely can get away with that yes you can you can well, do, you can get away with that in every one of those games god of war devil may cry bayonetta it, we need to throw a caveat. It depends out there. on the difficulty, sure. Thank you. 
Okay. Sure. But at the same time, I bet if you played all of them on a higher difficulty, as long as you're good at dodging, you could you could jam on the button and do the same combo over and over. That's what I mean like Okay. Well, here's here's the thing though. I think I think DMC I, I DMC had I a good every... way of varying this. I know where you're going. I don't think well I don't think I'm gonna go a different area different way, but I think DMC had this. I know the first Bayonetta had it, and I, I played through it on each of those games, is they both have a one hit death option. Oh my god. I I beat both of those games on those difficulties. Fuck that. I'm I'm pretty I'm almost a hundred percent positive. And no, you absolutely obviously can't button mash for those. You have to know what you're doing. Well no, but that's what I'm saying is like I I need to look because I think that that's existed. what I mean though is by button mashing, what I mean is not performing specific combos. I'm saying like as long as you're careful and dodging at the right time and doing whatever, you could just jam on the same combo all the time. That's what I consider button mashing. I, see, I don't consider that button mashing, but I, I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah, like, whatever, let's not get in the weeds of semantics. But yeah. my point is, Ninja Gaiden, absolutely you cannot do that. Like, you have to counter things, you have to dodge, you have to be on your toes at all times. And that was one of my favorite things. That was That was probably one of the first games in my entire life where I loved the punishment. Like, I, it was like... It was like where I realized I really like difficult, challenging stuff when it makes sense. And I want to go back and look at that game because it's been so long. I want to know if it still holds up. And I still only have that original version. I don't have like the Ninja Gaiden Black, which was a re-release for Xbox. I don't have Sigma, which was the PS3 version. I have just Ninja Gaiden on Xbox. And yeah. I, like I, I am so curious how it holds up today. Okay, so I don't think Bayonetta had that difficulty, but DMC absolutely did. It was called Hell in Hell mode. Uh, everything in, including Dante, dies in one hit. So everything is a one hit. Oh, kill, like no the enemies what. too. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. No, 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 no. Sorry, sorry. Heaven or Hell mode was everyone and everything, including Dante, dies in one hit. Hell in Hell is only Dante dies in one hit. Yeah, that sounds like... Which, which I beat it on. That sounds like and not fun great. and something I would never even consider putting time into. <laughs> that's the, that's when those games were most no fun, No way, though. fuck that. They... I, see, see the, and I know I knew this was going to come up at some <laughs> point, because I think, I think these kinds of games, the difficulty is not in just making the enemies more diff... like, higher health bars and you having less health. Like, I hate that scaling in difficulty. I think it's... A waste of time. I play these games for the just crazy action and like super, super like well animated combos and all that stuff. Like that's what I like. I don't care for the challenge usually and stuff like this. I think I played, and that's just where we. Pretty differ. sure I played DMC on easy because I just wanted to See, go through it. I just wanted to experience See, it. I would. I would not have fun with that. I had a blast because like I I liked how crazy that story was like, I really like, I like the devil may cry series in the first place. And I wanted to just see how this other company did it. I wasn't playing it for a challenge at all. Like I just wanted to see what they did. I didn't want to get angry. This is one of those things where like, I didn't want to get angry at it and like hold it against the game because I didn't feel like putting the time in to get better at it. I just wanted to mm -hmm. 
experience it, really. See, that all comes with time, though, because when playing DMC, I played it on increasingly difficulties. I probably beat the, that game. You had, Yeah, you had to, what... too, because I think mm-hmm. it only unlocks the higher ones as you progress through them, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I Pretty think. sure. So I played through that probably seven or eight times, and you eventually get to the point where obviously you know where everything right. comes, and you know what it takes to yeah. beat every yeah. enemy. And it's just it's perfecting every aspect. Essentially, once I beat that Hell or Hell mode, I perfected that game from start yeah. to end. And I just I really like that feeling. It's like an accomplishment. Yeah, like I have no interest. I, in I think it. I put it on my resume when I applied for my yeah. first job. <laughs> good, good idea. Mm-hmm. I just think like I get. I know this is like hypocritical, especially with Souls, and we are not going to argue about Souls. But like, <laughs> I don't get satisfaction out of replaying the same thing really too much. <laughs> like I did, okay. I did in Souls for a specific like boss every so often. But, but wait, okay, that's what Meat Boy is. Different, way different kind of game though. That that's not a good comparison at all. That's that's perfecting a time time. I think time attacking is different especially when it's just a platformer like that that was that required no time investment really at all because levels were like 10 seconds long or like at most maybe a minute long but how long would you play one of those levels to perfect not very long like the way the way that i did super meat boy time attack stuff was i would progress through the game over and over like I just run through the series of levels trying to get a better time every time. I wouldn't I wouldn't really sit on one level all that often. It was only sometimes. But beating some of those later levels took, took more time. Time. Yeah. Yeah. I know. But but I'm saying like I don't think this is a good comparison at all. Like at all because it's okay, a totally can, different kind of game. It. Like where where in like a hack and slash you you are just you know you're fighting the same enemies over and over. You're you're getting used to the combat style that you're doing the same combos over and over. I don't know. That's just not not interesting to me in any way. I, I want to say I want to say DMC threw in new enemy types on different. Maybe it did. It, maybe I don't know. It, again, that's a game that so long ago I don't really remember exactly. Yeah, but. I mean it's a it's a genre per genre basis for me, sure. Because like mm-hmm. like like I said, that's gonna sound hypocritical when I bang my head against a boss in souls for like hours versus going through, going through like DMC on a higher difficulty and just playing the same bosses again, you know, like I consider it different, but it probably doesn't sound different. Well, I mean, in the end, it's just because you can, you prefer playing. Again, yeah. Souls. I mean, it's, like, ap- you, it's, you like it's playing vastly different gameplay. Yeah. Like I don't want to, which is my, bottom line argument for why I didn't like Yeah, two. and like why you would dump a bunch of time into a, a hack and slash short. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I almost bought uh, Devil May Cry 4 the other day too, because I'd like to go back and play that, and it's on Xbox. I remember now. that one being really whatever for some reason. I, I don't... It's been, it's been, it's been so long, long I don't right remember now. it. Yeah. I think Devil May Cry 2 was my favorite. Oh no, 2 is the worst one. <laughs> Was it not two? Probably three. Three. Three, three is amazing. Well, quite frankly, DMC is my favorite Devil May really? Cry. Really? I yeah, I absolutely. It was that really game. good. I I like three a lot because the first Devil May Cry is great, actually, still, and 
I really and it was like much more serious. Actually, that and two were were pretty serious games. Like there wasn't a lot of joking around. It, there was a bit in the first one, but two was just garbage. Seriousness. Yeah, I guess DM DMC is pretty. Yeah, goofy. well, so is so is Devil May Cry three because it became more of like uh it be, like Dante became more of a um sort of silly character that was like laughing in the face of danger the whole game and not only that but like all of the bosses were really interesting the the gameplay was like perfected in the third one in terms of like uh weapon switching and weapon variation and like combos and stuff like it was great and i i've also kind of want to play that again someday but then like four came out and it was just like oh we just made another devil may cry for a newer generation so I I never got to play the DLC for DMC either. I we didn't even like know it had DLC. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Virgil. Oh, oh guy. yeah, right. Because... There's a whole, there's that whole story of him of his right. thing. And and it, man, you know, thinking back, that final battle in that game was really cool. I I actually him. don't remember the final battle. Well, you just fought him. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't anything crazy. It was just cool. It was that well was um. That was also, like, DMC3 was the story of, sort of, Dante versus Virgil. And it it was cool that the uh, reboot of it with the Ninja Theory 1 did the same thing. Like, I actually really liked how they did it. It was it was really well done. If you are a fan of Hack and Slash, do yourself a favor and go play yeah, DMC. Yeah, it's, it's still good. People were mm-hmm. pissed that, like, it was different, but I thought it was a... Well, that was before Great take. people were pissed before it came out, like at the trailer yeah. that Dante looked different and whatnot. But yeah. then whenever it came out, it was really well re- reviewed. For yeah. And part. actually, like gameplay wise, I like how it was. Uh, you you would switch the weapon styles by holding the triggers like it was it was really mm-hmm. it was a good way to string combos together because you didn't have to actually like switch weapons. You just held down a button and it changed everything. It was cool. Man, who would have thought we'd talk? We'd get to Devil May Cry. Well, I mean, bl- playing Bayonetta, like, Bayonetta uh, is that, yeah, that those I games. Guess. It's okay. the same thing for sure. So, I really want, and I already said I want a new Ninja Gaiden. But if they re-released two or like hell, an HD remaster, whatever, I would, I would buy that immediately. Yeah, I just remember, like the first, again, probably nostalgia. Like the first Ninja Gaiden is so good to me probably because it was like something i had never seen before back then and and like the the progression through it made sense in a way that these hack and slash games usually don't make sense like they're usually just really over like over the top i have no idea what's happening in the story like it's just people talking to each other and then you fight things um i feel like ninja gaiden 2 was just like vomit like it was just like i'm gonna we're gonna vomit (laughs) out all these levels of these enemies and none of them mean anything and it's just like play through it i don't even i don't even remember that like the story exactly i just remember having i could tell you i could tell you a lot of what happened in the first one and nothing about the second one at all so you should you should go back if you're having this much fun with bayonetta 2 you should buy bayonetta on the eShop and go back and I, get another I, shot because you said I'd you like didn't like it at some point and yeah like we talked about i i sort of hated that game and i think it i i think it had a lot to do with the aesthetic of it too like playing as this badass chick who's just basically naked the whole time i was like what is this this is just the devil may cry ripoff like there's nothing special here and 
I just I think that was really unfair. That was years ago, and but now and I'm and I'm really liking two, and like I get it, and yeah, my my opinions on a lot of things have changed drastically over the years, so I I can appreciate stuff like this. So yeah, isn't that crazy how that happened? Like even what I was just saying with shooters, how our opinions just well, yeah, like, I mean, drastically it's, changed. It's just over the nature years. of getting older and like understanding things differently. Like I, t- I used to take games so fucking serious. Like it, like mm-hmm. I, I like lived and died by what I liked. And like, if you didn't like it, I hated you or something like it. Like it's stupid. You were one of stupid you, shit. You were the, internet. yeah, basically like I, I, it was when I was just the typical internet person. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I, hell, I used to be that too. Like I was all about the Call of Duties and just playing shooters. That's one. And that's one now, thing I like, feel good about is that I never liked any of that in my entire life, basically. Yeah. But I mean, I'll, the first Modern Warfare was a really good game, but then just over the years, they've just I've lost all interest. Yeah. Never like, I, had I, it. I won't even play Black Ops Three. No, because it's a chore. You're not it's actually interested in it at all. Yeah. Mm-mm. Nope. I'd have to spend money and I'd have to waste time getting yeah. through it. And it doesn't help that, like you said, you're in an anime thing right now. I, I think I kind of am too with Death Note. That's definitely increasing my enjoyment of Bayonetta. It was like, it was kind of like the timing was perfect for me. So mm-hmm. that was why I jumped right into it was like, I'm expecting this just batshit nonsensical action wonder when the next attack on titan season's coming out it's been, it's a, been while. a long time i completely forgot about yeah. that i think it's maybe this year who knows i don't know but yeah good i'm glad you are enjoying that and i'm sad it didn't come to like current gen consoles because i don't consider wii u current gen um <laughs> it's just so ridiculous but in the same in the same in the same regard though i'm glad nintendo at least kept it alive yeah for the time yeah being. Uh, I forgot actually too. Sega had some involvement with this. I don't know what. I don't know if maybe they helped do like weird development. What's a, what's a Sega? Yeah. It, that's what I mean. Like I, I thought this was purely Nintendo and Platinum, but Sega has something to do with it also. So, I, part of me still wants to play Transformers just because I like Platinum so much. Yeah. But. Who knows when I'll get around? Yeah, to that. and like saying yeah. saying that this stuff isn't really common anymore. That's totally what that Transformers game is. Yeah, it's just it's it's. I'm, I consider it different for some reason. And I think you do. too. I do too. <laughs> even even their new uh, they're doing Teenage Mutant yeah. Ninja Turtles game that comes it's out. It's probably going to be. Like, a I consider slash. that different. Yeah, it is. Oh, it, okay. it is. Yeah, it's a co-op hack and slash show, which is interesting. Obviously, you play you can play all of them, but I want them to do their own thing. I do too. Yeah, I do too. Because again, this was something we were talking about outside the podcast. But like, platinum, all of the stuff, and like the company that they came from or started from was Clover Studios, which did a lot of really cool stuff two generations ago on the PS2 and GameCube and whatnot. Like, all of their original ideas are great and have been really great. Like, Okami was an excellent Japanese style, like just j- like ancient Japanese lore styled after Zelda games, like wonderful game. Um, Beautiful Joe, super cool anime style, beat em up on the GameCube. It came out on PS2 also, I guess, at some point. But like, 
then in last generation with 360, Vanquish, Vanquish was amazing. Like mm-hmm. they did, and and this is another like license that they inherited, but like Revengeance was was pretty cool. Like they made it their own thing for sure. Where I feel like the Transformers and TMNT, like they can't really make their own thing. It's it's way more of a license than Metal Gear is to me for some reason. And it it I guess it doesn't help that I'm I really like the Metal Gear franchise. That so too, that too. Like it's probably biased, whereas yeah. whereas Transformers. I had my time with Transformers right. growing up, but I'm not really a right. fan. Or uh, same thing with Turtles. I had my time with them growing up, yep. but I'm I'm not a fan now. Hell, if 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 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles went its initial path, I would probably still be a fan of where it, it was like I don't violent know if you know or not. Stuff. It was yeah. violent. The first like comics were mm-hmm. violent, um, and I think that would have been cool, but it went a complete opposite way because of kid friendly stuff, which is fine. Yeah, I get, but. The long and short of it is I would like Platinum to do an original idea versus these licensed games. Unless they are working on... They could be now. I don't know. I feel like they'd have to be because Turtles comes out this summer and then I haven't heard anything else. Uh, Yeah, so, I don't know. Like, There's another game E3, that, they, that they did that I really liked and I can't think of what it is right now. But. I'm I'm looking at their list now. Platinum Games... Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I know. It's something really obvious. There's two super obvious ones. Well, one maybe not so much, but Nier. They're doing the new Nier, or however you pronounce it. I know that first game has a following, but I I never played it. And fucking Scalebound. Right. Duh. And that's, (laughs) duh, duh. And that's, like, original, but I have very... Very low expectations for it, which that sucks. I, I definitely forgot they did, about that. They did Mad World. Mad World. And Mad World Reigns. was it. Yes. Mad World um, was great. I didn't know they were doing Star Fox Zero. See, so remember when I told you that they had their hands in a lot of things right now and were being pulled in a bunch of different directions? <laughs> it's because I forgot what like 90% of the games were. And, and another one, The Legend of Korra was like an Avatar thing. Which, which was, was apparently really, really bad, bad. And, and it was licensed, you know? Like, the, again, not mm-hmm. something original. I mean, there's not there's not that much. I mean, Star Fox Zero comes out this year, so that's probably But how long has about it been done. in development? That's the thing. True. I mean, Nier is supposed to be out this year. I didn't know that's PS4 only. Um, so I'd, I'd imagine Scalebound's our main focus, which got delayed. Yes, and I, I would love for that to be something. Me too. Like watching gameplay and just the whole aspect of having a dragon is it's cool. pretty cool. Yeah. And it has it has the whole Japanese look to it. Like it could be super silly over the top. Well, yeah, which is fine. Like that would be fine. That's what I've liked in all of their games pretty much. So the director of it of, of looks what? like he's oh. of uh, Scalebound. He had his hands in the beautiful Joes and Okami right. and the and yep. Bayonetta. So hopefully, hopefully that uh, hopefully it turns out to be something. And the first Resident Evil, which is good, and first Devil May Cry, man, Hideki Kamiya. Yeah, I forgot about Wonderful One Hundred One. I got to play that too. That's a Wii U game. You can probably get that on the eShop, right? Or is that a release? Like a oh no, that's release? a retail release. I don't know anything yeah. about it. Because what's Wii U? A good console that everybody looked over. 
just because it doesn't have third party really? support. But why? Why do you? All right. Why do you think the Wii U sold so bad? So yeah, quickly? because nobody was interested in it. But, but why? Why do you think that? I don't know. Like, what? What's your opinion? I, like, I legitimately I don't. don't I don't know. I think. I think like, people were probably turned off from how the Wii sold like hotcakes, and then everybody realized it was a gimmick that didn't really work very well. Like the Wii had its own games that were that were great for sure, but they were not that many. And that happened again with the Wii U. And so people were probably just like, oh well we bought this thing and like never used it. Why would we get a Wii U? I don't know. That's that's the only thing. That's the only reason I can think of. If you're not into Nintendo stuff, basically there's there is no reason to have a Wii U, for sure. I would never not argue that. But there is plenty there. There's more there than I think a lot of people realize. So, we'll see what NX is. I'm expecting a failure. <laughs> I I am just <laughs> expecting a failure. I'm not. Wait, I'm not optimistic. being optimistic about it at all. Which that sucks, but we'll see. Well, supposedly this year after yeah. that leak. Yep. And supposedly the uh, new Zelda game is NX and Wii U. It's going to launch on both. Yeah, consoles. like everybody's been saying that. That they can't. They can't. Uh, abandon the Wii U with that game because that was like they would they would really shoot themselves in the foot with their fans if that didn't come out on Wii U. But you also got to think the the hardcore Nintendo fans are going to be getting the next. hardcore Nintendo fans have a Wii U and it is technically a failure. So that doesn't yes, mean anything. Yes, but they're going to get an NX. I don't know. That doesn't that doesn't mean it's going to be a success. Like, what does that what does that mean? No, no. But what I mean by that is, if if you're a Zelda fan and you're a Nintendo fan, chances are you're not going to get the new Zelda on a Wii U if you own it. You're going to get it on the launch of the. NX. I disagree. I disagree. No, I think disagree. So? I think I think most people would hedge their bets on the Wii U. Well, you know what? Then that's a terrible outlook. For that's Nintendo what. That's then. what I'm saying. Is like they would. They would not make that an exclusive to NX because if they did, that's a, it's just no one's gonna buy it. Like they might sell to the hardcore base and like whatever, but overall, that's a, that's just an awful idea, and would just not make any strategic sense at all in terms of selling the Zelda game. You know. But you also have to look in regards of they they want to sell the NX. I un- I understand. So if all that. these people are. If all these people were buying Zelda on the Wii U, then what are they going to buy an NX for? At launch, at least. Unless they really have a good showing, and there is way more to it than what everyone's expecting. I get that. I think the I think putting it on both is much more beneficial. Because <laughs> then, then you're turning people away. Like, you're, you're putting... I think it's a lose-lose situation. Well, it's exactly. That's why I said the NX is, like, doomed to, to begin with. It is a lose-lose situation. But, like... I just don't see them abandoning the Wii U like that. Like, this has been a game that they've been talking about coming to Wii U for a long time. So. Yeah, I forgot about that yeah. whole aspect. It's not like it's something. It's not like it was recently it. announced. It's been known about for a while. They're in, a, they're in between, they're between a rock and a hard place right now, especially having yeah. the Wii U out. Yeah. I'd love to be a fly on the wall in one of their, like, directors. Yeah, like, what, what the hell are we going to do? <laughs> like, it, Oh well, it's Nintendo for you. I I still think I just really firmly believe they just need to stop with the hardware. Yeah, and, and every, everybody licenses. thinks that except Nintendo. 
Like, everybody wants that, but they don't. Like, they could easily stay afloat and make probably make just as much money just being a third-party publisher, yeah. essentially. Yep. I, I just feel like they're holding on to their past yes, too hard. but that's not uncommon with Japanese companies. That's, no, that's why, it's not. That's why they're, in, they're all in this weird state, so. Nintendo. Well, you've been playing anything else? Devil Daggers. Yeah. Which is some super strange surprise release out of nowhere. Man, do it's I want a, to play that. Devil Daggers is a first-person shooter survival-based thing on PC. It it kind of just came out over a weekend, like a week ago? Two weeks ago. A week ago. Um, with no real fanfare other than like people were like, hey, you should check out this game. It's actually really crazy. And And all it is is... It looks like Quake 1, like, in terms of visuals. It plays like the old-school first-person shooters. It's very fast-moving. There's, dodge, like, leaning and, like, head-bobbing and all this stuff. Aesthetically, it looks like Doom, which is awesome. There, You're fighting off waves of enemies that spawn at certain times, and your score is based on just surviving a certain amount of time. Like, the leaderboards are based purely on time survived not like enemies killed or anything it's just time and it starts to overwhelm you so much by like all these things coming these big spiked spires come in and spawn swarms of skulls and horn skulls that are chasing you down incessantly and you have to like shoot out this you have to shoot the spires destroy them so they don't spawn more enemies and then more enemies like variation starts appearing there's a giant spider skull thing it's and there's more like i haven't even got very far because it's very very difficult uh i my best time survived right now is 100 seconds which is not long at all it's not even two minutes <laughs> so so, so great. that's the thing it. is like it's just this constant redoing redoing of things and it's like instant retry stuff like super meat boy like as soon as you die you just immediately start again so there's no delay or anything there's no loading or none of that it's just instant 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 and it's this this it's game's so crazy alley. yeah and i wish you could play it because i would love to compete with you like it would be fun i wonder if my work laptop can run it no you know what it, it has weirdly high requirements i think when i looked it up so I'm hoping it just comes to Mac because then it'll be with with how much it's been like publicized. I wouldn't be surprised That's, if he's trying. Yeah, to... like it would kind of be silly to not try and make a Mac version. And it isn't one person. I thought it was one person. It's like a very small team of like three, three or four people or something. I was listening to Giant Bomb talk about it, and there were two things I didn't didn't know uh, prior to going going into just hearing you talk about it is. Uh, the whole gem thing, like you yes. actually upgrade, yeah. As you like go, I, but the gems can disappear. Like they can eat, yeah. Gems so or something. It was hard to explain the whole thing in the first place, but like these spires that come in that are spawning enemies have a red gem on them that you have. That's where you shoot it. It's like that classic game thing where shoot the the colored thing to kill this enemy. When you shoot that gem, it kills a spire. It can't spawn anything, and it throws out the gem that you collect. As you collect a certain number of gems, you upgrade your hand. 
which by the way I didn't even talk about. The game the game is called Devil Daggers and you're just shooting daggers out of your hands at like a million miles an hour. Is isn't there like a shotgun yeah, too you can Yeah, do, there's two attack types. You can click to do a shotgun blast of daggers or just hold it down and it's a constant stream of daggers. You never have to worry about ammo or anything. It's just all about surviving. So whenever you get whenever you upgrade your hand with the gems, you uh you shoot more daggers, the daggers do more damage, you have a bigger spread on your shotgun and etc. So there's that thing too that like as it's throwing more enemies at you and harder enemies, you are upgrading your daggers to help a little bit more. And um by the time since everything's time based, you can kind of think of like certain stages where like at this many seconds this enemy is coming at this many seconds this enemy is coming it's it's a very set thing it's a set spawn thing that was that was the next thing i didn't know about is i thought things were just no. randomly thrown but it's it's a set pattern it's a set pattern of through. enemy types it is not a set pattern yeah. of spawn locations or anything so so it's just the enemies and quote right. unquote once bosses. you once you hit a certain time this enemy is going to appear up here once you hit another time. Like this type of enemy is going to appear. That's just that's how it works, and that's why the leaderboards are based only on time, really, because everything is basically set, but not really set. <laughs> so like, and I'm assuming you're playing this. With you have to, board. yeah, you have to. It's too fast. Okay. Like you, if you were playing this with a controller, you you would not aim fast enough. It, I don't think it would work. I haven't even tried. I don't know if it has controller support. But Steam controller? I don't even want to imagine trying to do that. Like trying to do the track pads. No way. I considered testing it, but no. The uh So that that's that game, really. Like that's all there is to talk about. It's 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 something that I love because again, it's just instant retry stuff. It's more of a classic first person shooter. It's very fast paced. The uh the draw for me is just how intense it is. Like you are just there are just swarms of enemies surrounding you at all times and it's just like this like white knuckle got to survive this, got to do a next round. Holy shit, I just died. Holy shit, I got a little bit further. Like it's it's great. It's one of those things that you keep saying like you keep telling yourself all yes. right, one more round and I'm done. But you just keep yep. telling Yeah, it's that. it's one of those games. Though for me, I do only play it in, like, really short spurts because it does get frustrating. Like, I've actually gotten pretty pissed mm -hmm. a couple times. Uh, there's one thing you didn't touch on that is my favorite thing about it. It's yes. sound. Yeah. Sound design, really, really well done in this because it's, like, it's actually part of how you know what's coming, really. Because since it's in first person, you can't see the whole map. So, like you'll hear audio cues of certain enemies that are either getting really close to you or spawning or doing something. Um, and it, it just sounds wonderful and it's really creepy and gross too. Like, yeah, I haven't obviously haven't played it, but from what I've watched, like this is the creepiest yes. sounding game. I think I've yeah, like, like ever the, heard the spawners, the spawners have like a very like noticeable, obvious noise that, doesn't sound like anything. It kind of sounds like they're laughing at you in a way. And then when it spawns this like the skulls, the skulls just sound disgusting. Like they they just sound like like a 
animated corpse or something like with gore hanging off it. It's all like rubbing together and stuff. It's like it's really, really weird. And everything sounds like that. And it's awesome. It's it's so cool. Yeah. So if you, even if you can't play it, do yourself just a favor, watch a go video. to YouTube, watch a run through and just and listen, listen to it. To yeah. it. And I, you said the perfect word. I think it just the entire game yeah, sounds it's, disgusting. Like if if you could describe a sound as saying it's disgusting, that it's just and it's, it's like the whole and game. that's that's the whole Doom thing is like Doom, Doom God, still today, like the classic Dooms, still have this aesthetic of just gore, hell, torture, shit. Like there's blood everywhere, bodies are ripped apart. Like, just f- walls made of flesh. Like, just, that is what this game feels like and still sort of looks like. It's almost like it, it was made and it, it, it really appeals to the hardcore. Yeah, Christian I think crowd. so. I think that's what it's going for. It's it's just so good. That was like, as soon as I saw the game, I was like, oh, man, this is this reminds me of Doom. That's the best thing ever. I'm immediately interested. And yeah, it's fun to play, too. So. Speaking of Doom, just throwing this out there, if you uh, pre-order the new Doom on Xbox One digital version, you get the first and second game for free. For anyone interested. Yeah, because the first two games are still amazing. (laughs) So hopefully that means they're just going to come to... I mean, I'm sure you can buy them standalone at some point. Well, I mean, they've been on Arcade, yeah, for 360 and stuff. Yeah. For 360. But I'm sure I guess it'll become backwards backwards compatible. Doom is available on basically everything you can imagine. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Devil Daggers. Devil Daggers is really cool. Really hope that comes to Steam. Well, or even console at some point. That's Mac. Or come to Mac. I do not see it coming to consoles. No. Yeah, probably not. Mac would suffice, though. So you've had a busy week. I have, yeah. Played. It's fun. What, uh, what's, what's this upcoming week look like? Planned, planned on playing Fire Emblem, which recently came out. Fire Emblem's like a tactical RPG, grid, grid-based stuff. Um, when was the last time you were on your DS? I played Mario 3D Land a couple months ago. A couple or months Or whatever ago. it is. Like, I can't remember the names of all of them. Like, whatever it is. Mario 3D. I think it was Land. I think it was 3D Land. But yeah, that, that was over Christmas. That was the last time I used it. But yeah, Fire, Emblem's, Fire Emblem is a 3DS game. Has... This really weird Pokemon thing going on where it was released in two versions and there's a third version coming as DLC at some point. <laughs> so frustrating. Like, the only thing is that, that unlike Pokemon, they're actually considerably different, I guess, the two versions. So, I don't know. If you want to play both, it actually costs $80, which is annoying. It's more they should have released typical <laughs> game. They should have made one launch a little cheaper, and then you could buy like a double pack for like seventy or sixty or seventy. Well, well, here's what's really, really annoying. There was a special edition that included everything, including the third DLC part. It was eighty dollars, which including three things, you know, like with the DLC. Okay, sure. Very limited. You cannot get it. It is over a hundred some dollars on Amazon now. They did not make like any of them. So, they didn't really leave that option open to people. Hmm. Really. Unless you were on top of it and pre-ordered it however long ago. But, like, for me, who was interested in the game, 
did not fully understand the differences between the versions until it was basically out. So why would I jump on that special edition to pre-order without knowing really anything? So it's it's a weird, weird thing. And the fact is, like, you can buy the two separate versions now for $80, which is stupid. Or you can get one of them for $40, typical 3DS price. Once you get to a certain point in the game, it gives you the option to buy the other one at a reduced price, right? That's 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 cool. Turns out to be like a full price regular like console game, sixty dollars, I think is the price. However, it is a significant size download that I could not put on my DS because I don't have a big SD card in it. I only have like a four gig SD card because I don't. I never planned on really downloading stuff on Ninten- through Nintendo because their whole digital thing is a nightmare. And I want to have as little digital stuff as possible. So, like, even if I wanted to do that, I don't have a big enough SD card. And I'm not going to go buy an SD card to do that. You know, This entire thing just seems strange. It is. It's, it's, it is. It's stupid. Like, ugh. It makes me not want to buy the game, but I want to play it enough that I'm just going to buy one version, and I'll play that version, and that will be my Fire Emblem Fates experience. So, whatever. So, other than that, anything else coming up for you? I don't think so. Probably going to have to dig into the backlog again, since nothing's really coming out. What is in your backlog? Still got to play South Park. I... Still have a bunch of Nintendo games to play. So, back to Fire Emblem real quick. Uh, the special edition is now up to $230. That might be the one that was a DS. Because there was one that oh, it came is. with the DS. Wait, no, it's not. Oh, okay, holy shit. <laughs> Wait, maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't Whatever. know Whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Just Just buy one version, unless you have a big enough SD card in your... 3DS, which maybe you do. I don't know. I didn't. I'm still using the one it came with, which was only four gigs. So, well, do you want to get into the minute amount of news? If you have anything, I didn't have anything. I'm just gonna go down a list. None of these are really that important, but whatever. Well, if they're not uh, important, the... well, I mean, maybe not important to us, but either way, they're okay. They they are things that happened this week. Okay. Uh, Division won't have microtransactions. Yet. No, they said it just won't. I bet it will. They said the same thing about Destiny. Yeah, but Destiny's microtransactions don't really do anything. And they probably won't won't in the Division either, but I'm sure that game will add microtransactions. Every Ubisoft game has them, even ones that you wouldn't even think do, like Creed games. So. I guess Creed games too. Yeah. Uh, Battlefield Five supposedly leaked and will be set in World War One. How do you um, feel about that? I don't think it's true. I, I don't think I don't think that I don't think that's a thing. Let's not let's forget that maybe it isn't a thing. How would you I feel like about Battlefield? Are, I love Battlefield. Are you interested in a World War One version? I'm interested in a World War One game, but not as a Battlefield. Game. Exactly. Not as a Battlefield Five. That like sounds Battlefield like Five. That sounds like a bad idea. Yeah, battle, Battlefield is all about the just craziness of of maps and vehicles and vehicles and just the overall warfare. Well, I don't think World War One you could really have enough variety for something like that. No. 
However, I think a World War One game would be cool. Right. Yeah. Uh, a new Call of Cthulhu game got announced by Cyanide Studios. Whatever. Whatever that means. I don't know. And that was the extent of the week. Okay. Oh wait, no. Uh, two new Pokemon's got announced. Yeah, they just got announced though, and I broke the cycle. I don't want to play any more Pokemon. I still want to know what this is. <laughs> I want them to do something different and get away from what they did with the DS versions. Like, yeah, it was cool. It went into 3D and the battling was great and the the actual systems are great, but they added so much bullshit, stupid story stuff that it's just a waste of time. Like, I don't want any of that. So. Yeah, they did. Maybe if they oh, do something me. new. They haven't said anything about it. No, it was just a name it's just, it's announcement. It's called Sun and Moon. Yep. Um, also, uh, three new remasters are coming out. Yeah. Resident Evil 4, 5, and 6. Yeah, yeah. I, I, 4 and 5, I am actually excited for. I'll probably play them again. 4, just because 4 is obviously 4. And 5, I adored. But 6? Like, Why? no one liked six as far as i'm because they figured they might as well just put all three of them together and it'll be a 60 dollar release well no that's the, the thing is they're not launching together six they're all launching standalone six is launching in this month five is launching next month and four is launching it's, in summer it's not being packaged as a no disc. no these are separate all separate games releasing lo- uh, a month at a time that's fucking stupid <laughs> That's really stupid. What? Yes, six comes out. Six is the first one to launch this month. Like, I, it's not. It's fine that they're separate. That's a good idea. They should still make a package of all of them. I'm. That's immediately I mean, what I thought you meant when you said that was coming. Maybe once they all come out, but as of now, no, they're all just standalone. I'm, I'm fact checking, but I'm almost a hundred percent positive on this. Okay, Resident Evil Six is coming March twenty ninth. Resident They're Evil 5 will be this summer, and the Resident Evil 4 port will be this fall. Oh, it's a port. And it will be... Yeah, 4 is. Okay. Um, the, the good thing is they're only $20 a piece, which I think is totally reasonable. Eh. I liked 4. 5 was whatever. Never played 6, so... I won't play 6. Five, I, I actually really enjoyed 5. I played a lot of 5. Um, I did too. As as like little as as little as I liked it, I actually played five like a lot. Really? Yeah, I did. I went. I went. I went through the campaign at least three times. I think once by myself and co op with two other people, and then probably I probably messed around with mercenaries like a little bit, but not really. <sighs> mercenaries was really good. Yeah, I am looking forward to that. That's. I mean, that's that's all. I have, unless you have anything else. No. No, I don't have anything else. You want to take us away, then? Sure. You can find us every week, Mondays, on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, every podcast service. We would really appreciate some feedback and possibly a review on iTunes, which helps us get seen by other people. And uh, get at us on Twitter at 2v1podcast. Let us know what you think. Thanks, Josh. Thanks for listening. Yep. Thanks.